to Mad Toast Live, recorded in front of a live audience. That's right, we're at the Brink Lounge, 701 East Washington Avenue, right down the hill from the Capitol Building in Madison, Wisconsin. We're your hosts, I'm Mary Gaines, and this is Chris Wagoner. Well, thank you all for coming tonight. We're excited to be here with the Larry Brown Group. Thank you. 
Can you guys clap on beat? Good. Try it. There you go. There you go.
Larry Brown Group, thank you guys for coming. Thank up, you for having us. Up and over, I guess, from Chicago. Are you guys all currently residing in Chicago or the area? Pretty much, yeah, Pretty everybody. Much? Yeah. Well, Larry, you're from, well, if you're just joining us, we are, we are here tonight with the Larry Brown Group. And uh, um, Larry, you, you were born, we were talking earlier before the show, born and raised in Venice, Illinois. Venice, Illinois. So it's near, really, it's the suburb of St. Louis? <laughs> Is that no, it's no. not a suburb. It's actually, it's on um, the Illinois side of the St. Louis metropolitan okay. area, which is, it's pretty much in, in it's like a, a rock's throw from East St. Louis, Illinois. Okay. So you got like East St. Louis, you got St. Louis, and there's some little towns in between, which yeah. is Venice, Madison, Brooklyn, Illinois. Okay. If you got a really strong arm, it's a rock's throw. Real strong. Real strong. Arm. <laughs> okay. Um, we've got, we have, I've, we have some musical friends that kind of grew up in St. Louis too, a guitar player. Named Cliff Fredrickson. He's a great guitar player from around here. Okay. And uh, he he's described the scene. I don't know if this was your if this was your uh, feeling growing up. That it was a very competitive music scene. Uh, of course, that I mean he's in his seventies. So. <laughs> oh. Uh, I think any any scene, if yeah. you're really striving to um, be at the top of your instrument, um, yeah. no matter what it is, you'll find someone that. You aspire to to get to their level of playing. So St. Louis, though it's not as big as uh, Chicago or definitely in New yeah. York, there's still a lot of great um, legend legendary players that are from there. So right. Well, who who uh, who would you name as like some of the top legends? Obviously, you know, it's from New Orleans was really the hop to St. Louis. Right. I think. Um, Miles Davis, Clark Terry, um, 
Quentin, you can you can answer more. Quentin's actually from St. Louis as well. Okay. There are plaques everywhere right. with the names on it, I'm sure. Right. Chuck Berry. Oh, yeah, right. Yeah. Tina Turner. I didn't know that. She's from East St. Louis. Okay. So this, this really, uh, um, this melting pot of incredible talent and, uh, you know. Um, how's the club scene there now or the, or the uh, I don't know, the, the gigging scene or concert scene? Well, I think it's, I think it's better than most um, cities. Yeah. Um, most musicians who who are at a certain level get a chance to work. Like before I moved, I was working a lot in St. Louis, so yeah. it was, it was um, it's a very lucrative scene, but the thing is that it can get comfortable as well. Right. So you can get kind of stuck in a box, and, and for me, I didn't feel like I was growing like I could if I was in a, in a bigger place, in a bigger city, so that's what prompted me to um, try to expand my horizon. Yeah, so, so you end up in Chicago? Yes, I ended and, up at uh, NIU, Northern Illinois University. Right. So for, you just got your uh, your master's, right? Right. Uh, in May, anyway, right? Or right. actually, last year, then. Yes, May yeah. '09. So you you're that's old hat then. You're, you've moved yeah. on. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> PhD. Uh. <laughs> not necessarily. Maybe at some point. Yeah. Well, I also noticed you have seven strings on your guitar. You probably get asked about that a lot. Is yes. one just an extra? You know, um, this, there's an extra seventh string. Um, it's a low A, which is the fifth string, um, an octave lower. Um, commonly used by um, people like John Pizzarelli, Bucky Pizzarelli, yep. legendary guitarists like those, George Van Epps. So um, I grew um, in my learning jazz, I learned from a seventh string guitar player. His name was Rick Hayden, mm -hmm. um, professor of guitar at Southern Illinois Edwardsville. And, um, when I got there as a freshman <laughs> with uh, a hot yellow PV guitar, I think it was, <laughs> everybody had these big, like, $5,000 yeah. seven-string guitars. Gibson so I'm Gibson. like, hmm. Uh, <laughs> so uh, that's basically the tradition I, I came out of yeah. in learning jazz guitar. So you weren't playing seven-string before you started studying with him? No. Right? And was he, did, did he prompt you to do it, or were you like... He did. I mean, yeah. when when I didn't I didn't learn how to play jazz guitar until I got to college, and so my my years there I was wow. just trying to be Rick Hayden Jr. So, uh -huh. yeah. um, so and of course he encouraged me, and so you know yeah. I figured everybody else in at the school. I mean, literally every guitar player out of twenty guys had seven string guitars. I just you know, I've never I heard of to. that before. <laughs> right. it, it's it's weird. But. So so that's not a co that's not a mere coincidence when you have a teacher there that has plays seven string guitar. No, no, yeah. that's that's almost the standard. Yeah. Hey, did you ever read? Uh, I I should ask you about this before the show. I've been reading this book. It's probably old hat for a lot of um, people that jazz, study jazz. But Ken Werner's book, Effortless Mastery. Have you ever heard of that one? I've heard of it. I've never yeah. read it. Okay. I mean, it's kind of sort of zen, you know, it's kind of interesting. <laughs> but I was thinking, you know, growing up, and you probably all uh, did, every, we should actually, let's introduce the band. I'll do that. Um, yeah. On trumpet, we have from St. Louis, Missouri, Mr. Quentin Coxum. Yeah. <laughs> on drums from Chicago, Illinois, we have Mr. Alfonso Jones. Yeah. On bass from Philadelphia, Mr. Jeff Pedros on bass. And I know I didn't say that right, and so we've been, we've been on it um, since he's been in the band, but I'll get it right, Jeff, sorry. <laughs> um, on piano from Chicago, Illinois, Mr. Stuart Mendeman. Yeah. Yeah. Well, you probably all played since you were pretty young, I mean, considering how, how good you all are. Is that true? I, I would say, yeah. I would say. Yeah, see, nods The all consensus okay. is... And you're also the, the sharpest dressed band by far we've ever had on the show. Well, we appreciate that. Yeah, I mean, we didn't get the nod. We would have dressed up, too, but, you know. Oh, but no. you, you, you guys look great. So I appreciate hearing sound that. Sound great. You want to just play a couple more? Sure. I mean, um, more than that, but... This next tune is a tune um, composed by myself. This is called Don't Turn Away.
the Larry Brown Group. Thank you guys for coming down here tonight. This is just the end of the two-part series we're doing here with the Larry Brown Group. So tune in again here to Mad Toast Live. You can listen to us on madtoastlive.com. On iTunes and the podcast directory, if you're in the Madison area, we're at WORT 89.9 FM. And WORT HD on yep. the web. And special thanks tonight to our front of house engineer and podcast producer, Mr. Andy LaValle from Bear Sound. Yeah. Our assistant engineer, Andrew Eggert. Yeah. Thank you to Mark Herod for use of his piano tonight. Thank you very much. Thanks, Mark. The Brink Lounge, a fabulous Brink Lounge here. The beautiful Gilded Staircase. And WORT 89.9 FM, thank you for listening. <laughs>